Kecil kali Everyone thought 2020 was going to be their year. Little did we know, that was not the case. cases nationwide with death yeah, here in the U.S. rising to more than 136,000 with more than 41 million people in the United States are now in the Welcome to Your Horror Your Way 6.0 the breaking 20s. No, I think I wouldn't be here if I didn't have social media. Frankly, if I didn't have social media, I'd have no way of getting out my voice. Hi, my name's August Abitain. I'm 22. My 2020 New Year's resolutions was to work out more and be happier, and I did not accomplish the working out one. I am happier though. I think 2021 resolutions will be the same. My escape during the quarantine has been making art and playing video games and staying inside. I think the thing is a pretty accurate representation of 2020 because everything just goes wrong. Everything, uh, everything in the movie goes awful. My greatest fear of how 2020 will come to an end would probably be my, my audio piece. My audio piece has no title, but it's a rundown of 2020 in the worst possible timeline. The year 2020 was considered by most researchers to be the beginning of the second dissolution of the United States. Preceded by centuries of inequity in the justice system for black and brown people, the increased spending and militarization of the police, and the building distrust between the billionaire class and the general public, 2020 was a spark near a very short fuse. COVID-19 hit America. Then President Donald Trump was late to act. Instead, he opted to keep quiet in hopes to quell any hysteria. A lack of awareness and intentional misinformation to his followers led to many doubting the severity of the pandemic. Early openings in states and anti-maskers, deniers of the virus's existence, caused infection numbers to skyrocket as thousands of people died each day. Black Lives Matter protests sprung up in America and worldwide following the cases of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and countless other lives unjustly taken by the police. President Donald Trump contracted COVID and seemingly recovered, but then he died after the second wave. He became a martyr to his cult, emboldening them to take to the streets and cause mayhem. The police did little to impede the followers. Unbeknownst to the public, the police force was co-opting the riots. This was only a preface to the chaos that would ensue. 
in time, a resistance against the fascist militia was formed. With the intent to dismantle their power structure and overthrow the billionaires of America, they uncovered a horrifying secret. The nation's police unions and billionaire elite were a cabal of humanoid lizards, known today as the reptilian race. As the resistance grew, they took matters into their own hands. They torched the billionaires' mansions and ate the rich. Jeff Bezos and other reptilian elites were cooked in front of their Californian estates on the night of descaling. The night of descaling marked the beginning of the corporate wars as the reptilians waged full-scale Hey, turn that off. I need to hear outside. My name is Melissa. I am 18 years old. For my resolution for 2020 was to learn how to cook well, you know, like cook decently. And yeah, I haven't learned anything, if I'm being honest. My biggest escape during quarantine was kind of going inside my room and like coming out, if I'm being honest. I definitely had time for to delve into more of my interests. I tried some new things. I tried baking, which isn't the same thing as cooking, but it was kind of the same, you know? So that was pretty fun. I would say thank you, quarantine, for that. The song I would describe 20... 20 as is toxic by Britney Spears because you know the whole thing was a, re- a mess you know a wreck so we do not appreciate that and let's get into my audio piece so my audio piece is more about zoom or like google meet and it's based on a person spying on you and just kind of having a stalker near you so stalkers are very creepy and just having a fear you know of thinking your camera's always on or someone's watching you even if you don't know who's watching you pretty creepy so that's it For some people whose systems were hacked into and their families messed with, they may have buyer's remorse, or at the very least, they have questions about how something hackers tapping into those home cameras that you have in your house and inviting hundreds of other people to live stream their abuse. Can you raise your hand? I heard somebody say something. One meter has 10 decimeters. One decimeter has... Then what you do is, when we come to testing and taking the quizzes and the tests, it's okay if you miss a question here or there because you kind of... Download complete.
things that they can do, such as simple items as encrypting the data that you hold on your servers, that even in the event of an accident or a malicious act, that data is not going to be useful for anybody that gets access to it. But it gets worse. This is the kind of sensitive personal information that can be used to take over a person's identity. So having your name, your date of birth, your social insurance number allows criminals to apply for bank accounts, credit cards, but also to rent rooms, get cars, equipment, all in your name. Hi, my name is Marie. I'm, I'm 18. And I guess for 2020, I could say that I did complete them or like I did accomplish my New Year's resolutions by talking to more people and being more open to talking to new people. I guess for 2021, my resolutions would be like figuring out Zooms and Google Meets more because like I'm still getting the hang of it. And, you know, I guess just to figure that out more. My escape for like quarantine has been baking, believe it or not, like just cooking food and experimenting cooking from scratch and like just making all types of cuisines was super duper fun. Like I guess the song I could describe was it like 2020 would be, it's like the ink spots, I don't want to set the world on fire. I guess it's like it's a good song because like it sounds exactly how it is. I don't want to set the world on fire. And I guess a movie would be 2012 because you know like that was supposed to be in the world but like it wasn't in kind of past and like now people are like guesstimating it's like oh well now it's 2020 and i guess my greatest fear of how 2020 would come to end is a second wave of covid or either like an evolution of a different type of flu and like it forces people like and it starts like turning into like a whole zombie movie you know how like it's just like it was it was a whole pandemic or a sickness or a flu that started and then people just started like biting other people or eating other people that would be my worst the greatest fear if that were to like become a whole horror movie like before like november starts that'd be horrible the title of my piece is called quarantined with monsters the reason why it's called that is because and the backstory for it honestly was like because i know a lot of people when they had to like be cooped up like with their family and stuff like that i know not everyone's family is like you know happy-go-lucky and like you know has their fair share of issues and problems and I know for most of us and stuff like that, including me, like had a lot of family that like didn't care about your mental health or like was just super duper toxic. And like it was like really hard to like be in such like in one place to deal with them. So I guess I wanted to do a representation of a, like a person being like literally like trapped with monsters like in quarantine, you know. So here's my piece. feeling. It feels like a nightmare you can't remember. The sadness, the panic, 
and the helplessness when you realize it isn't a dream you can wake up from. April 1st, 2020. That day was the day when the whole nation listened to the local radio station and listened in to the announcement of that national four-week stay inside order that the entire nation of the United States has to follow. It had to be a nightmare. It had to be. This was horrible news. But what I didn't know is that it wasn't going to be the end of it. The first week was bearable, as no one came out of their caves. But I couldn't say the same for the second week. It was so hard to drown them out, to ignore the monsters. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't tune them out. I couldn't tune out their gossiping whispers out of my head, always making fun of how I look, about what I like, and all of my favorite things. The third week showed another side of them. And when bad things happen, they always find a way to put the blame on me. I constantly find myself as the main reason for their faults, even if my reason is I wasn't born yet, or I wasn't even in the same place as the event. I could also find myself not being included in anything, always feeling alone. It's week four now. My hopes are high. I could wait it out a tiny bit more. But the newsman said we might have to stay inside for four more weeks. Wrapping up the response to the COVID-19 outbreak. We are in uncharted territory. I could feel the monsters behind me as I watched the TV, smiling at the news. It doesn't even feel like a month has passed. I can feel my nails start to grow into claws, my teeth into fangs, and my hair into fur. They won't let me step outside of our family's history for being monsters. They won't allow me to change. I really can't leave. Hi, my name is Tobias. I am 15. I'll be 16 in a week. My name is Maiden or Marilyn. I am 13. My 2020 New Year resolution was to be a better person and to like focus on things that I want to accomplish, which I kind of accomplished all of it. My New Year's resolution was to be a better person of myself academically and mentally, and I did accomplish that. My 2021 resolutions my escape during quarantine was probably movies and talking to friends on Hangouts and Google Meets and watching a lot of shows and listening to music and family too. My escape during quarantine was definitely um, reality TV, music, and food, and sleep. A song, movie, or book that would describe my 2020 is Ariana Grande um, and Justin Bieber stuck with you because like, we're stuck in this year. I feel like we just can't escape or like won't get out. My biggest fear of 2020 would have to be that I am scared that this will like, well, this whole corona and like people will be more fear of things or maybe that corona is just not going to stop. But of course, we have to keep a positive mindset. Me and Tobias have created a audio piece about mixed personalities and how mental health can affect some people very seriously. So basically it's two characters, Alexis and Johnny, 
and they knew each other for a long time but haven't like spoken to each other until they were roommates in college and it was a mix-up in the dorming in the housing schedule so they were accidentally put into the same room something wasn't right in alexis's mind so john a took him to get evaluated he had mental health issues and john a decided to be two-faced about it and talk to other people about it and then alexis found out and basically tried to poison her at a restaurant and if this scares you, good. Trane, age 18, from Halloween Town. Condition, mentally stable. Alexis, age 18 from Halloween Town condition mentally unstable Shanae and Alexis attended the same middle school in Halloween Town they met in seventh grade they were good friends until high school throughout their time they stopped talking by freshman year and went on with their lives but what was it that made them distant their paths Soon we will see what disturbed their friendship and their connection. Janae is currently at an Ivy League college, Yale. After high school, Alexis and Janae were able to reconcile their friendship. They were good friends. Alexis, who happens to be younger than Janae, is currently in college as well. Alexis came from a troubled past. Mixed emotions, attending, and overcoming difficult situations made him vulnerable to the horrors of the world. Upon learning more about himself, he slowly started to notice the changes in his life. Almost as he wasn't in control or maybe someone else was in control rather than he was. It was a windy summer night. The trees were screeching upon the windows. Leaves were rustling against the wind. Alexis and John A. were preparing for their first college semester classes. Annoyingly, they managed to share the same dorm room. 666, upon finishing up their rooms and belongings. A conversation started leading to memories, wonderful times, and revisiting their childhood innocence. Life treated both differently, yet they were on the same path towards their education and their interest. After a few giggles, tears, and moments of uncontrollable laughter, the night was ending. The leaves and tree branches started to become more anxious on the night of their reconnection. Life was going all right for them. It is now midnight, three hours into their deep and blanket hugging sleep. Alexis was passed out from moving boxes and helping Janae clear the room. Janae, fidgeting and fighting her sleep, eventually woke her up. Her dreams weren't on part with how she was feeling. She was having a nightmare. Janae started to hear sounds. A conversation was being held between people. 
In fright, John A. slowly realized that she wasn't the only one in the room. Upon glazing and finding her lamp switch, she noticed a strange figure passing and switching positions. Almost as if they were anxious, as if they were ready to create a distortion, Alexi screams. Leave me alone! Alexi screamed in panic. Janae was hovering her phone's flashlight, trying to see if everything was okay. Take her, not me! Take her! Not me, please. Take her, not me. Janae slowly moved closer to check on Alexis. Janae woke up Alexis. A startled Alexis made the room's energy tense for the rest of the night. Leave me alone! John A kept repeating it to herself, almost as if she was trying to solve Alexi's cries for help. She sounded confused, but she knew that she had to save her friend from whomever was in the pitch black room. I came in for my appointment today. Well, that's what I think I am doing. Alexis was nervous upon arriving. As much as he tried, he could not hide away his worries. Moments after that night, Alexis had been acting different. He didn't remember anything. He had no clue what was going on. So Doc, what's going on? Why am I here? Let's have a seat. How are you feeling today? Alexis went on to talk about his travels, awkward encounters with strangers and revising old memories that he did not know he had. Hmm, I wonder what's taking him so long. Jenny thought to herself quietly. Poop, I can't believe I just snitched on the person I liked. What a gross, you stupid stuff would never crush on someone. Mister, have you ever experienced flashbacks and seeing similar faces, even though you might have never met any of them?
A conversation started between Alexis and the doctor. Well, then it's better confirmed then. Mister, you've been diagnosed with Dissociative Identity Disorder, DID. Alexis, in confusion, startled by the news, only for one word to slip from his lips. Huh? A few moments later. John A was waiting for Alexis to come join her on the bench. Alexis said very loudly and uncomfortable. Why did you tell Hannah and Zoe about my condition? Hannah and Zoe were talking about it outside of the nurse's office. Because... <sighs> because... Well, there's no other way for me to tell you this, but I I like you. What? Why? Here's why. You first told me that you had a mental disorder. I knew. I recognized that you had one, but you just confirmed it. I ran to the nearest person and I told them about your condition. Then later only realized that I did the most absurdest thing to you. I hurt you. I'm so sorry. It's okay, but when I tell you something personal, you can't go running off telling the nearest person. Johnny nods her head. I promise I won't do it again. Are we good? We are good. Alexis and Johnny were laying in their beds. Johnny was sleeping and Alexis was flipping back and forth, trying to find a good spot to fall asleep. Alexis lays on his back and finally closes his eyes. Alexis' eyes snap open. No, don't come near me. Alexis falls to the ground, body taken over by an unknown force.
You are listening to WLPN LP Lumpin Radio 105.5 FM. Your horror, your way 6.0. The Breaking 20s. and I am 15 years old and my new year's resolution for 2020 were to be on top of things you know just not procrastinate as much and get work done and I did accomplish that my biggest goal would be to just maintain um, at least a 3.5 or 3.7 GPA because college is super important to me and the college that I want to go to your GPA has to be in range of that so I plan on keeping that up. Something that has been my escape from quarantine would be music. Whenever I felt down or, you know, just needed time, it would be music and writing and or reading. I really love to write and I really love to read. So sometimes that would just help me clear my mind a little bit, especially when, you know, you'd rather do that instead of talking to someone about things. The song that I would use to describe 2020 Maybe metal music. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to say maybe metal music. So the title of my audio piece is They Whisper at Night. And basically, I thought of witches and what about the overpopulation that is going on or currently going on in 2020. So I just thought if I combine something creepy-like into the world problem, I don't know, maybe it would be a fascinating story. It only happens at night. Something very weird. Everything seems to stop. And suddenly it's cold. I try to move, but I feel stuck. But then I hear those whispers. The whispers that I hear here and there. The whispers that sound like a baby's cry. Something urges me to move, and then I see them, roaring in the skies of this darkened city, purged by the sins of the many souls, flying, screaming, yelling. The whispers that I hear, the sounds of a baby crying, their faces marked by the victims of her horrors. Years and years of causing mayhem among these streets, tormenting and creating years of scared victims. The whispers. The whispers that sound like a baby's cry. The whispers that I hear. 
these voices creeping, stalking, unknowingly, marking their next victims, only appearing from the scent of the innocent's blood. The whispers that I hear, the scratches of their long nails. When you hear it, a horrifying scream that soon turns into the ear-aching whisper, not knowing what happens next, but remembering the fear of the innocent. The whispers that I hear, piercing through the night, fleeing before night falls, echoing into the ears of the innocent. Cover them before they reach out. Run, run before they capture you. Hide, hide and hope they don't see you. The whispers I hear run free into the night of the darkened city streets. My name is Avisay Luis, and I'm 18. Um, I'm, my name is Tremel Wright, and I am 18 as well. And my 2020 New Year's resolution was that uh, I, I was gonna like do more stuff. I was gonna go outside more and stuff like that. And then you know, uh, COVID happened, and I'm like, oh, oh well, I didn't really lose anything because I was like always inside my house either way before this hit. My 2020 resolutions were I was gonna miss the track when it started, but I could really finish track. I wanted I wanted to do that. I wanted to accomplish that. That's something I like to do. Next year's 2021 resolutions. I'm I, can't, I decided that I'm not gonna have any resolutions because I tend to have the habit of you know making resolutions yet I never do them or I just quit half of all like at the beginning of January. So I'm like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to myself. I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you. My 2021 resolution, I will be going into college. This is my senior year, so I like I want to get into college. I want to also do track because I want to get a contract scholarship. I have a good job. I just want to be happy, just happier. And so basically, this quarantine, what I used to like to escape, I would just play like a lot of video games. I would sometimes play multiplayer, and then I get salty, and then I, I won't stop playing and I take a nap. And then I, like once I wake up, I just go back to play multiplayer games again, and then I repeat the cycle. I would keep, try to keep myself occupied by either writing or going to work repeatedly, or just go to sleep. I used to watch TV a lot, but then sometimes the TV get boring. Yeah. A song? Subscribe. 2020? Not, not necessarily a song. I just hear a ringtone. If you ever play Mario, when Mario dies, like that's the, that's the little thing I hear for 2020. I'm pretty sure this year we're probably gonna end with a huge meteor hitting the earth, or you know the the moon hitting us like in Majora's Mask. You know? I mean, it's 2020 has been a wild ride, and you know, might as well expect the unexpected, right? Our audio piece is called uh, A Walk in the Woods and basically it's about, you know, this kid trying to outrun these people who are like anti-masters, vaxxers, you know, the, the usual uh, like conservatives and stuff like that. It, it starts off with them doing like little tests, I guess, on the zombie and the zombie. He tends to work a little bit different from the, any other regular zombie. Like he actually doesn't like he, he he kills people, of course, but he doesn't have the the killer mindset. He doesn't just kill without thinking. He, 
he actually thinks about his prank and the way he goes about his prank is something a little different. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty straightforward. Once upon a time, there was a zombie. This zombie was rather cunning in the sense of how he tried to capture his prey. He was a bit different from the rest of his pack. He would lay traps, he would disguise himself and manipulate his prey into thinking that it's safe not to wear masks and other stuff, but that's propaganda. But when the prey found out that it was all a lie, it was too late and they paid the price with their lives. The zombie chooses his prey by looking at the local parks in the area at night. He sits and waits for the right moment to go get his prey. However, this type of prey was extremely peculiar to the zombie. The prey was able to escape his traps, dog his pleas for help. The zombie eventually gave up and started to chase the prey. Brute force in chasing him, the prey seems to have a knack of surviving. As the zombie is chasing, running, fumbling, but balanced looking for someone, something that could possibly help him get fully out of reach or the zombie couldn't get to him. Come on, said the zombie chasing him. Don't you know running is bad for you, asked the zombie. I'll show you a better way to run if you just stop, said the zombie. You shouldn't cover up your face. It's so pretty. Come on, I just want to talk. Sweat running down his forehead. The sound of the zombie after him was enough to keep him going, despite the pain and exhaustion he was facing. It was either a little fatigue or his life. Then eventually, the prey manages to escape and gets to safety. He's scared to go home with his family because he doesn't want them to be alarmed. The boy begins to pick up the pace and starts running again. He stops at a local diner to collect himself, out of breath, looking around, scared. No one was in the diner but the staff. The boy sits at a booth, then eventually the waitress comes over and asks him, Do you need anything? The boy hesitated to answer the waitress. No, no, I'm fine. Then out of nowhere, the boy hears a sound like a hand rubbing on glass, but he doesn't look to see where the sound is coming from until it's closer. Then he finally looks out of the window, and he sees the zombies looking in on him. Eerily, staring smiling with his dark eyes and red pupils, tongue sticking out like a dog panting, drooling like an animal. The boy instantly starts to panic, looking around for the waitress, but she's nowhere to be seen or found. Had the zombie already killed her, the boy thought? He didn't bother to go look for her either for the fear of what he may find. The zombie makes his way to the inside of the dining and lunges at the boy, but the boy manages to escape Again and slips out the back of the corner. The zombie, right on the boy's tail, runs back with the boy. The boy, unknowingly, runs back into the woods. Blood pressure raising, wind hitting the boy's face. In the dark, with no one or anything to help him, the boy runs into a tree and hits his head. Now bleeding on the corner of his head, he hears the zombie getting closer, but he can't seem to get up. The blow to the head really took the wind out of him. Then, the zombie is standing over the boy, finally about to take the kill, 
the boy passes out, out of fright. And he woke up in a familiar setting. Then it hit him. Welcome back, I prayed. My name is Antonio Rodriguez. I'm 17. Uh, my name is Julian Hosa. I'm 14. So my escape during quarantine, I think, just playing my guitar. I've made like an album with five songs. Uh, sometimes playing video games. I, I haven't played video games a lot, but I think also the beats because I, I've been like trying to rap. So that's been like my escape during quarantine. I think my escape for quarantine was video games and like getting to talk with my friends and things like that. Greatest fear of how will 2020 end? Well, for me, it's not like a fear. Imagine zombies, like ending the 2020 with zombies. Like coronavirus makes you a zombie. That'd be pretty cool, but creepy. Uh, I don't know what my greatest fear is. I just don't want my family to get like coronavirus or something like that. Our audio piece is about this guy named LaRusso. It's basically a young man with a demon inside feeling the pain of hell. He went to visit his grandfather and he, they live close to a, a forest, a black forest, which is like hunted and it has like demons, it has ghosts. Uh, young LaRusso, he doesn't know anything about the forest and what's going on in that town during Halloween. And well, he decides to adventure in, the, in that park without his grandfather. So now let's get into it. Our title is A Demon Inside Me. These entities of fallen angels that turned their backs on God, thinking they were better, thinking they were powerful enough to beat him. Turning their backs were casted by the archangels to hell. At least that's what we think, what we know. We never know what happened. What if hell is actually Earth itself? The word demon is derived from the Greek word diamond, D-A-I-M-O-N, which means divine power. Godly power. The actual meaning of the word is replete with wisdom. When we think about the word demon, we think about pure evil. <sighs> Spooky season is here, and I think it's time for the world to know about the story of young men 
Le Rosso. It all started. It was one week before Halloween. The night. The witch night. A young man Le Rosso was away from his friends in Germany. Calm, cheerful, and colorful that day. But cool, dark, windy, and spooky. Full of weird noises, smells, and sensations at night. He went to meet for the first time his grandfather who lived in a small town and was the first time he came here. The night he came, his grandfather told him many stories about Germany and its early days. But the story that caught the Russo's attention was the myths of the Black Forest. <coughs> Oh, those stories are really great, Pa. Oh my god. Oh, and I wanted to tell you that on my way here, I saw this forest. It seemed pretty dark and creepy. It gave me the chills. We should go one day, like, for a walk. Talk one-on-one. You know, breathe the fresh air. Get away from the city a little bit. No! That forest you've seen is the black forest, and you don't want to get in that dark place. <coughs> Are you okay? Did I say something wrong? Yes, yes, my child. Now listen. This forest is not what you want to mess around with. Hardly any sunlight breaks through the dense fir trees and the people that have entered this forest, including me, have seen terrifying things that we never forget. It's like when we leave the forest, a part of it sticks with you forever no matter how hard you try. What have you seen, Pa? Tell me, well, if it's okay with you. I mean, it's because I'm in this paranormal reading club, and this type of stuff really interests me. Like, I barely started reading, but, you know, it, it's actually interesting. You could tell me. What I've seen, what I've seen, headless horsemen riding on a great white steed. Other friends have seen the same, and some have never returned. My best friend Daniel, poor guy, came and in three days he died suffering trauma screaming his skin full of scratches and burns he kept mentioning the same name out we should probably go to sleep it's late and it was hard rain, rain came after a few seconds of silence they both went to sleep the sound of the wind frogs creaking and the bright lightning coming with tremendous roars of thunder they let young LaRusso sleep, so he stayed up for a while, tossing and turning on the bed, thinking about the black forest. It was as if the forest itself was calm. Suddenly, he fell asleep. In the morning, as promised, LaRusso's grandfather toasted bread and made scrambled eggs as extra. Noise in the kitchen, the movement freshly made from the table, pouring in the glass. Both sat in it having a wonderful time. They went out for a walk at another nearby forest and spotted some wonderful birds. For the next two days, they had a great time. But then curiosity kicked in at day four. 
What if today I go to the Black Forest? Meanwhile, Pa sleeps. He dead sleeps. Ah. For sure I will make no noise. And it will be for 10 minutes or 15, I don't know, less. I have to see it. It's like something is calling me. It's crazy. Maybe the trees? The rocks? Maybe the, the soil? Maybe I just want to go so bad. I don't know. It's crazy. Why am I talking to myself? <laughs> ah, it's set. I'll go at 12 when Pa sleeps. It was the night before Halloween. Pa went to sleep at 11.48. Young LaRusso waited till Pa fell asleep completely before going out on his little adventure to the black forest. Without hesitation at 12 o'clock, LaRusso grabbed a jacket and escaped out of the window of his room since it was less noisy than the front door. Wow, feels really windy today. The air feels great, feels fresh. It smells like freedom. It smells like freedom. Jeez. I feel bad for leaving Pa. I mean, it's for a moment, but he wouldn't. Fine, fine. Plus, it would just be for a couple minutes, then back home. In no time. I'll take it from here. It was really creepy. A really creepy night. It felt like Halloween. Like an actually bewitched night. For young Luzu, it was like freedom because he, he was caught by the black forest. He entered the forest inch by inch, step by step, minute by minute. The sensation was that of being trapped in a dark room. No light from the moon could reach inside the woods, making it as if every step forward the trees were closing into you. In this suffocating feeling, adding the sounds of the leaves and the crushing of the branches, the creepy noises of the frogs making those unfamiliar noises to young LaRusso's ears at the distance. A wolf could be heard. The swirling sound of air rushing through the trees as the air had a mind of its own and was angry. After a while, young LaRusso wanted to return, but it was too dark. He didn't know which way to go. Thunder. Lightning. He was trapped in a dark forest. Not in a forest, but oh, he saw me. A little rock with a little lamp. Oh, I can't see. It's really dark. God, what? Light! Light! Oh my god, light! Oh. Oh. This is, it's a lamp? Oh, it's really dusty. It must be in here. This looks, this looks like it. Has been here for years. 
turned on waiting for something or someone. Hmm. What is this? What does he say there? A L P A uh, Elp 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 Oh oh ah! What was that? What was that? What? N nothing you see? Nothing. It's what happens when you say the name of a demon three times. You call us for war. It's like you've been provoking us and we won't let ourselves. We won't. That's why. And I showed that little kid the true pain. Pain. <laughs> Everything went dark for me. Suddenly, I heard this big noise, then burning sensation in my body like my own blood was against me, as if it wanted to kill part of me. Why my blood? My veins? Because I could feel the pain. Worst thing was that I could not move. I could not see. I could not hear nor smell. I feel... Like my own blood was burning my insides every inch of my body. <sighs> my heart. Oh my, my heart. I could feel the pounding as if it was going to explode. The pain kept increasing. I started hearing voices, whispers, then a loud roar coming with a stinky smell like garbage being burnt. It was him. The demon I woke because of my curiosity and my lack of demon knowledge. Maybe if I had paid more attention to my paranormal club, I, this wouldn't happen. That thing I remember. The feeling of my heart bursting open.
Hello, my name is Emmanuel Ramirez and I am 17 years old. My 2020 New Year's resolutions, I don't be zooming it. I don't know, that seems kind of like, I just kind of don't do those kinds of things. But I guess like if I had to choose, it would have been like to try really hard in school because 2020 was my senior year and yeah, did I accomplish them? I mean, 2020 was the year that we all went into quarantine and it was definitely a big shift in anything that had to do with education or just anything, anything, period. It just switched everything up. So it was just, you know, a learning experience. And I know everybody can agree with me that when we barely got into quarantine, we all got A's because our teachers, they were just giving us the grade. But now it's a little bit more of a struggle. What has been my escape during the quarantine is probably just music. I know it's something universally felt. Everybody knows what it's like to enjoy your music and listen to it after a hard day or when you're trying to have a fun day. For whatever reason, music just always relieves the soul. And during this quarantine, the sort of social disconnect had allowed me to you know, just be in my room for hours and discover many new artists, many new musicians, and I kind of got a deeper understanding of my musical taste. Yeah, I think that music has been my biggest escape from the world around me. And so the title of my audio piece is La Sangre del Sol, The Sun's Blood. And when creating my audio piece, I wanted to highlight those forest fires and how it was impacting the environment and the animals and us humans and what impact it had on 2020. So I decided to make an audio piece about the Australian forest fires from the perspective of an animal. So to all the animal lovers out there, I'm really sorry that you will have to experience this, but I think the most horrific part is the harsh reality that this is what happened and is happening. And I think that once we begin to admit to ourselves the harsh realities and hear it for ourselves and see it, then we're able to make changes about it because things are gonna have to change. We need to take better care of our home, our earth. Y'all need to stop pushing her to the back of the importance list because the earth is so important. So enough of the talking, let's just get into it. I'm one of the last few koalas alive. In the eucalyptus forest, my mom is all I have, and this forest is all I know. Instinct, my mom says, is the only thing that keeps us alive. My mom tells me stories passed on from those before her and those before them of how all creatures of the forest believe the sun to be the key to all life, but also has the power to destroy all. It is said that one day, the brightest star will bleed onto earth after actions done cannot be undone, that our livelihood rests in the hands of our superior. So we live behind the trees, day by day. 
all the living organisms of the forest live underneath the superior poachers, relying on them for their protection and nurture. Many of my family have been killed by the poachers, or kidnapped, trapped into cages, taken to places where hundreds of forest animals are enclosed. Many of our trees have been trampled over, taken over by poacher land, leaving us without food or home. I've seen many struck down by poachers, never to be seen again, except on their backs and their walls. Those residing in the stream or ocean are encapsulated in waters of tar and waste, damp and mucilaginous, suffocating in metallic and clear inedibles, only to choke and die from. We are confined behind the trees, for anger against the poachers is disobedience against the sun. My mom stays behind as I leave down toward the stream. going on? I begin to hear commotion and panic all around me. Hello? Everybody just begins to run past me. What is going on? More and more begin to run and scream. I need answers. Where's my mom? Where is everybody else? Hello? What is going on? They tell me it's blood. I immediately grab onto the foot of a tree, climbing to the top as fast as I can. I climb looking upward, hearing screaming down below me. The trees have run out of water. They begin to crack and dry. At the top, I look up. No sun. I don't see the sun. I just see the pool of blood in front of me, glowing yellow, red, orange far in the distance spreading to trees, drenching everything in its path. I need to find my mom. I reach for a branch and it cracks in my hand. All are running around me, above, over me. I see through all the narrow cracks in the trees, the sky boiling above me. My fur multiplies into hundreds, coats and coats over top of me. The smell of black clouds drowns my lungs and clogs my eyes in blackness. I can't get up, above the trees to safety, wait everything out. No one stops, no one helps. I'm airless, pinched between trees of blood. My tips of fur begin to shrivel and burn my face peeling off slowly. Fiery blood runs through my veins. A restless warmth scorches me from the inside out. My heart pumping clumps, crumbling in my chest, and the moisture sucking out of my body into one last tear.
My name's Kiara. I'm 14. Hello. My name is Jeremiah. And I am also 14, but more goofy. Some of my 2020 New Year's resolutions was finding real friends, and I accomplished that one at the beginning of freshman year. My 2020 New Year resolution, I think it's just sort of a tradition that we normally do, but I honestly thought no one kept New Year's resolutions. A 2021 resolution I would have would be to don't put so much pressure on myself to get good grades and to be the perfect person I could be when that's not reality. 2021 resolution. Easy. Post the comic I've been talking about since 2019 on the internet. Post at least one episode on 2021. That's all. Mic drop. My escape that has been during quarantine um, really has just been any form of art. I'm an artist and I just like use like any struggles I have, I usually put it into my art. So I, if I'm feeling angry, usually I make a, an, an angry drawing of some sorts, however I interpret it. But whatever emotion I feel, I put into my art. So art has really been a really good escape. Also, this really good video game I've been playing. Honestly, I hope 2020 ends with COVID um, rates going down so that by 2021, at least more towards March and April, it can be normal again, but we don't have to wear masks and we can see our friends in public and stuff. My worst fear of how 2020 will come to an end. My worst fear is that 2020 doesn't end. Like we just like, it's, it's December 31st and it's 11.59 and then it's about to turn to 12. But spoiler, it's 12, but it's December 32nd of 2020. That is my worst fear. My worst fear is that 2020 just doesn't stop. I just want 2020 to end. 2021, please come. <sighs> I need you. Our audio piece is called Mind Swap. It's basically starting off with ruling from the Supreme Court, which leaves a particular family very shook. Yes, so he's a rather unfortunate girl, pretty shook. I hope you enjoy our piece. Coming after these commercials. I'm joking, go ahead, listen to it. I went to sleep that night not knowing what was ahead of me. As I rose, the sun shined through the glass windows. I knew it was going to be a good day, or so I thought. I was never more further from the truth. Today at 11, the Supreme Court ruled that women can no longer wear skirts at any occasion in this country. For now, on this day, it will be a skirts-free country. Make America great again. What an idiot. Says Dad as I walk into the kitchen to see my plate full of eggs and bacon. What happened, I asked. Supreme Court ruled in Trump's favor that women cannot wear skirts ever in this country to quote unquote, make America great again. My father said disappointed about the lack of common sense or at least what he thought was. I went back upstairs to grab my pants from my closet and I paired a shirt with it, then headed downstairs to grab my bag and headed out the door. As I walked out of the house, my dad shouted out, Careful out there! 
Women were screaming, we can wear a skirt, we can wear a skirt. I went to the bottom of my porch where my group of friends were. We started to talk about the ruling and as I was ranting, I said skirt and suddenly I blacked out. All I remember is that I was ranting about how we have our own choices in life and boom. That is the last thing I remembered. When I wake up, I find myself in this void, swirling with darkness and evil, like a monster. I turn around and I see a circular window. I see a bunch of important looking people with business suits, comb overs, and old as heck. I hear a voice that sounds familiar. We're outside. The rallies are bigger than they've ever been. There's more enthusiasm. I wake up from a nap at Supreme Court ruling and know everything's different around me. I look behind me and peer into the darkness. Suddenly, I'm hit with a flashback of Trump's memories. I see him tweeting insulting things from stereotypical comments about race to his speeches promising what he's doing is for the greater good of America. I see the misdeeds this person has done and feel like my head is about to explode from it all. How can this man be okay with doing all of this? How is he okay with doing all these misdeeds and thinking this is for the greater good of America? He's a monster. It feels like my head is ringing. Help! Hey Jordan, you good? My dad shakes me. I open my eyes. My head hurts and my eyes are stinging. I look around me and there are a bunch of people surrounding me. You fainted. You okay? You got any problems with your head? Anything? I look at my hands. No, I'm really not, but also I really, really am. I see all of the things women have fought for, from when they get the right to vote to having the right to become more than just a stay-at-home mom. Then I see the things they still have to fight for, like equal pay and judged on what they hear. <laughs> Who the hell do they think they are? They seriously think that what they're fighting is for is fair? Women are meant to just stay at home, cook, clean, and make children. That's all they're good for. You know what? You shouldn't even be able to wear dresses. Matter of fact, they shouldn't wear skirts, tank tops, whatever women want to call them. From now on, they can only wear sweaters and pants. Women think they can order us around when men are superior. Ha! Wait till I write my next speech. It's gonna make America proud, I tell you. Make America proud. At 7.30, my dad screamed. There are a number of motivations for President Trump to seek real- Trump is a literal idiot, I tell you. I hate this president and his deals. What? What now? The Supreme Court had yet another amazing ruling. Oh my god, we can finally wear skirts again? Yes! Uh, <laughs> um, I'm afraid not. They ruled that one cannot wear anything except for sweaters and pants. I am sorry, sweetie. But hey, now you have an excuse to wear that Christmas sweater. We should have rights. We are just as important as men. Suburban women, would you please like me? Please, please.
radio waves over ocean waves. In 1923, one of the first American overseas broadcasts is heard in England by Captain West of the BBC and relayed to all England by a wondrous thing called wireless. Jennifer, I'm 17 years old. My 2020 resolutions were to eat healthy, and no, I didn't accomplish that. <laughs> what will your 2021 resolutions be? I think my 2021 resolutions would be to practice habits such as like waking up early, really consistently writing in my agenda. I also need to drink water. I, I'm dehydrated. My biggest escape from the quarantine was probably playing like 300 plus hours of like Animal Crossing and my island still looks bad. What would be your greatest fear of 2020 will come to end? Ugh, I'm scared that we're just all going to go back into quarantine and I'm going to get fatter. The title of my audio piece is called The Uterus Collector and it's pretty much talking about the sterilization that happens in ICE detention centers and it goes unnoticed. The U.S. has a mass history of sterilizing women. Women of color are primarily targeted. This all occurs under ICE custody, and the procedures of these detained women were medically unnecessary and forced. Let's visit Puerto Rico. It is 1965. A survey was conducted on women between the ages of 20 to 49 where they reported that they had been through sterilization procedures against their own knowledge and will. The United States has had governance over Puerto Rico since 1898. Puerto Rico was known for the horrors of forced sterilization of women of color. The U.S. was concerned about the overpopulation on the island. Concerns such as that of social and economic conditions were raised for the states. Sterilization was their solution to population control. Thus, the eugenics movement arose in the early 1900s. However, does this make it justifiable? No. Forced sterilization has been a horror for years, dating as far as back as 1907 Indiana. This is not only a violation of human rights, but a violation of women's rights and inhumane conditions and treatments. A woman was anonymously interviewed and had mentioned that while in ICE custody, she underwent a hyrosectomy done by Dr. Min quote-unquote, also known as uterus collector. He was given the nickname by multiple women who had this unwanted procedure done by a men. Dr. Min denies these allegations and claims he has only done this procedure twice in the last two to three years. The uterus collector dating back as early as 1907, disguises themselves to be a trusted, knowledgeable, caring figure. The uterus collector traps their victims and takes their uterus for his own personal keep. The victims wake up from a long, deep sleep, often confused as to what just happened. While the victim is in deep sleep, the uterus collector makes a large incision with the rusted scalpel that was previously used on their many other victims and rips your insides vigorously, searching for your uterus. Once the uterus is found, it is unknown as to what is done to the uterus. Is it eaten? Is it stored in a jar amongst other uteruses for collection? Is it being sold on the black market? The reason is unknown. 
Cristina Bautista, one of the many victims of the uterus collector. She fell under the collector's trap, walking menacingly towards her. In a swift move, he was able to cover her mouth and nose with a cloth, covered in chloroform. Within a few minutes, she fell asleep unconscious. For a matter of minutes, time passed, and without her knowledge, she had no clue what was going on. She felt a sharp pain in her lower abdomen. Days passed by. After the event, she kept this to herself to avoid worrying her husband. Cristina wanted children. She spent her entire life trying to create a family with her husband. She died in her old age without children. Her husband was her only company as an old woman. Never heard the laughter of potential children nor grandchildren, and this was her greatest pain. This pain followed her in the afterlife. Women who experience unwanted hyrosectomies not only lose the ability to have a child someday, but they are left with the emotional burden that can never be reversed, which was done by someone they had to trust. My name is Giovanni Macias Valadez. I am 19 years old. What were my 2020 New Year's resolutions? Honestly, one of them was to gain weight because I've been a twig all my life. And I wanted to know how it would feel to be a trunk. So did I accomplish that? Yes, I did. Slightly, but you know, effective. What will your 2021 resolution be? I would want to be more caring, more cautious of what I say. Why Why that? Well, I realized that I can be pretty mean without realizing it. So I want to change that and for the better. What has been my escape during quarantine? Hmm, my escape during quarantine, I would have to say remodeling my room. Honestly, I just feel like I have a whole new space. I can think clearer, as weird as that sounds, just by having a room. Becoming a parent to plants. Yeah, that's what's been helping me escape. As to what song, movie, or book, I would describe 2020 as, I guess, if I had to pick a song, because movies and books, sweetie, I don't be on that. Probably the song, This Is America. What would be my greatest fear on how 2020 would come to an end? If the world would end, like completely, or honestly, now that I think about it, the vaccine, if the vaccine was to, I don't know, you never know how the government works. If the vaccine was to actually just decrease the population, or who knows, that's one of my fears. So my audio piece is called, Who Do You Really Serve For? And I wanted to focus on what happened to Vanessa Guillen earlier this year. I wanted to kind of send a message on what happened to Vanessa Guillen. It was so unfortunate and it broke so many people's hearts. I know it broke my heart. And just to speak on how horrible it is that they treat 
black and brown people in any force. And it just hurts to see how her family was so broken and not just Vanessa's family, but everyone, everyone broke for Vanessa. There was a hashtag saying, I am Vanessa Guillen. And I think it's important to understand that the United States, everywhere that you go, if you're black or brown, it's almost like the world wasn't meant for you. And in order to fight that, we have to make those spaces for ourselves. We have to take lead for ourselves and not serve for those people that only use us for their benefit. And that's that on that. It's nothing to watch. Sofía, vente a comer. Ya voy. There are those who see the challenges facing the nation and say, send me. They fight for country. They fight for honor. They fight to win. Do you have what it takes? Yeah. Find out at GoArmy.com slash warriors. Hey, Sophie. Hey, Nico. Let's go eat our lunch in the school garden. Down. Let's go. So, how's your day been? Good. I'm excited for us to finally graduate. Hey, for real. It's okay, see. Have you decided what path you're taking after high school? Yeah, I can't wait. And I decided to go straight to a trade school to become an electrician. That's true. You did tell me that. Hey, that's awesome. You're striving to your dream. Thank you. I sure did, but well, I hope you changed your mind about your dream. Nico, you have known me for more than 14 years. I will serve my country and die for a stolen country. Our ancestors have been tormented more than 300 years. Leave me and my family. I, I will be a U.S. soldier. I will serve the country so we can be a better place. And if I have to die trying, then I will. Sophia, you'll die by the hands of the colonizers. No, I will die in our fight for our country. Bye. Sexual harassment. Sexually harassed. Sexual assaults and harassment. My sister Vanessa Guillen was sexually harassed. And this led to this. They don't protect our servants, women and men. They're the ones putting their life at risk every day for the nation and for us. Just like my sister. How can this happen on military base? How can this happen while she was on duty? How can this just happen? And they let it go under the rug like if it was nothing. They take sexual harassment, sexual assault as a joke. Just see the hashtag I am Vanessa Guillen. All those men and women in our service suffering from sexual harassment, suffering from sexual assault because they report it yet. They take it as a joke. My sister's no joke, no joke. Que con nada me devuelven a mi niña, con nada me devuelven a mi niña, porque mi niña es lo más precioso que puedo tener a mi niña. You are listening to WLPN LP Lumpkin Radio 105.5 FM.
your horror, your way, 6.0. The Breaking 20. My name is Sarah and I'm 17 years old. My name is Erin and I'm 16 years old. I think some 2020 uh, New Year's resolution I had made this year for myself was to um, participate more in school and like, you know, just be a part of it, I guess. And I did not accomplish them at all because we, you know, got hit with this pandemic. So that didn't happen. Same thing for me. The 2020 New Year resolutions that I had were to like get straight A's and everything and like have more time to spend with my friends downtown, like explore it with them and spend more time with my family. But the only New Year resolution that I got was to spend time with my family a little bit more. But I haven't spent time with my friends because COVID kind of ruined all that. So, um, an escape for me during quarantine is probably like. I would say listening to music and watching a lot of TikToks. You know, everyone's on TikTok now because we are in the middle of a pandemic. Well, so for honestly, for me, an escape during the quarantine for me has been either reading because I absolutely cannot live without reading because I love it so much and writing. So writing has helped me during this quarantine because it helps me like cope with this quarantine and also helps me like escape because I mean, you can write your things out in your journal or something. So that's what I like to do. And I also like spending time with my family because they're just amazing. So the title of our piece is the 2020 presidential election. Basically, our piece is based off a girl who just turned 18. You know, she's able. This is her first time voting. And like, things just don't go the way, you know, you would normally. Yeah. And she went to go voting in the polls, but when she start like when she saw both Biden and Trump's name, she just freezes up because she doesn't know who to vote for. Usually, when people go to the booths or to the polls, they know who to vote for. Yet she is stuck on all the events that happened in 2020 and whether to vote for either Trump or Biden. But at the end, she votes for one of them. One thing I really enjoy about making this piece is that. We took it from like this perspective of a first time voter. And I just think that like hit a little bit different because I kind of took like my sister's experience of voting this year for her first time and how important this year is, like how important this year is to vote. Like if you're 18 and you're registered to vote, go vote. I agree because it's very important to get your voice heard. Either it doesn't have to be like on your opinions, but at least go vote for someone because like if you don't vote, then you number one, you will never get your voice heard. And number two, we probably won't get a person who will actually change the world and like for the better. So that's why I think you should go vote. On October 31st, 2020, an 18 year girl was seen walking into a building where decisions were being made and futures being decided. 
Today is a very important day. You will be voting for your new president. The future is your decision. She walks into the booth. She sees a ballot and two different colored pens on each side. Red indicating Trump and the Republicans. And blue meaning Biden and Harris. Why do I feel so uneasy? The girl turned around quickly, only to see a pitch black wall. You need to make the decision now. The girl screams and jumps in fear. She turns back to see the ballot, terrified when she sees a big orange hand reaching out for her. She tries to look for a way out, only to have multiple red hands grabbing her and dragging her to where the ballot and the two colored plans are placed. She tries to scream for help, but is stopped quickly. We need to make America great again. No! The red hands harshly take a hold of her right hand, forcing her to hold the red pen. They then covered her eyes. George Floyd. George Floyd. George Floyd. George Floyd repeatedly told the officers that he could not breathe. Also more dead ways than play it down. I still like playing it down. Yes. Because I don't want to create you know, a panic. People don't realize we lose 25,000, 30,000 people a year here. Who would ever think that, right? That he and the first lady of the, of the United States have both tested positive for the coronavirus. Six, five, four, three, two. Let me go. Make the decision now. You have made your final decision. Hi, my name is Tana. I'm 16 years old. One of my New Year's resolutions was to honestly just enjoy my year. And although COVID did hit, I did find new ways to have fun. And my 2021 New Year's resolutions would have to be to learn how to take care of myself more because I feel like during quarantine, I learned that there's a lot about yourself that you can still better. My escape during quarantine has either been joining Zoom calls with my friends or just listening to music in my room. My greatest fear of how 2020 will end um, would probably be just the nation being more divided than what it started off as. My piece is called Iris and it's about a potential cure that Trump finds and he hands it out to people and this is like a commercial that's played like on the radio and for me it's like how Trump I would not trust with building a cure for COVID and yeah that's what it is. Radio is good time, here to stay. Are you tired of having to wear a mask? People dying? The hoax? Introducing Iris, the cure to all your problems. Thank you, Trump, for providing us with great care. This shot will protect your body from COVID and has a microchip that contains your social security number credit cards, and blood type. We have many great reviews from the trial run. This shot is also FDA approved. Just ignore the slimy snails crawling out of your ears and the furry skin. This nasty virus will finally feel like a bad dream. Say goodbye to plastic credit cards, 
wallets and paper. No more masks, no more tests. Let's hear from some of our devoted customers that have already gotten four shots. My life after hours has changed for the better. I feel so grateful to have wonderful health care. This shot has made me feel so aware of the hoax that is COVID. I'm so happy I don't have to wear a mask anymore. Don't spend your money on that. Use it for the shot. Side effects include nausea, vomiting, constipation, drowsiness, dizziness, skin turning yellow, insomnia, hallucinations, skin rashes, mosquito attraction, internal bleeding, period collapse, never-ending allergies, ingrown toenails, 99.99% chance of blindness, baby shark plate, million 24, 7, cellular obesity, weight loss, birthing wasps, invisibility, heart palpitations, paranoia, grumpy buttocks, and death. This shot is now available at your local CVS and Walgreens. Live a happy pre-COVID life with this shot. Hi, my name is Sandra Ortiz, and one of my 2020 New Year resolutions was to get good grades, you know, in my um, academics, and I did accomplish that. I have very good grades currently, and I wish, like, I hope to keep it like that. My 2021 resolutions would be just to focus on myself and, you know, my education, and just, you know, be happy, have a good um, state of mind. Music has been my escape during quarantine. I, um, I found a lot of new artists, which, you know, super cool to always find. My greatest fear of how 2020 will come to an end is that, I don't know, like maybe aliens will like come to the sky and like kill us all or just something like that. Just something bad, but hopefully that does not happen. So my audio piece is about a girl named Clarice and she's gonna go vote. And then a bunch of ghosts like just come in and just haunt her and the place where they hold the ballots. And towards the end, of course, it comes with a spooky ending. Hey, 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 don't forget it's voting day. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's election day in the great state of Illinois. Stop by and vote. Located at vote or die. Oops, sorry about that, folks. We're having some technical difficulties, but don't forget to go out and vote. Y'all know where to go. Sheesh, thank God I am. Hello? Is anyone here? Hello? This isn't funny. Vote or die.
dear. <gasps> I'm sorry for that. You scared me. I was just wondering where I can go and vote. Can you help me? Follow me, honey. Here you go. Just head on over there. And when you're done, you can leave. Why haven't you voted, Clarice? Yeah, Clarice, what's the matter? You scared? No, no, no. I, I, I was going... Vote or die. <laughs> Oh, thank God. It was just a dream. Hey, hey, hey! Don't forget it. Hold or die! Hi, my name is Victor and I'm 16 years old. Hola, mi nombre es David Serrato. My 2020 New Year's resolutions were get good grades by the end of 2020 year. I did not accomplish that. Uno de mis metas o propósitos para este 2020 era estar en el primer equipo de soccer de la escuela. My 2021 resolutions will be lose weight. Algo que quiero hacer para este 2021 es estar sí o sí en el primer equipo de soccer porque es mi deporte favorito y puedo divertirme con mis amigos. My escape during quarantine has been either playing video games or reading books or watching movies. Alguno de mis escapes para este 20 2020 es este jugar videojuegos o escuchar música. A movie I would describe 2020 as is The Flu. Alguna película que yo describiría como 2020 sería Bear Box. My greatest fear of how 2020 will end is um COVID will still be a thing. Uno de mi, mis temores más grandes para este 2020 es no haber podido ver a mi familia en México. The title of our story is called The Fall of 2020 and it is about a young child who explores the world, a post-apocalyptic world, looking for other children because the world has been brought to ashes by the older generation not listening to the youth about warming, COVID, wearing masks, things like that, wildfires. And so this young child looks around the world for children trying to save young souls. Hi, welcome to the fall 2020, where life is extinct as we know it, animals roam, free insects run wild. Humanity as we know, it has perished, the absurdity of the adults and politicians has brought the end of the world. But just out of curiosity, the mayor of Moscow's wife gave your son three and a half million dollars. What did he true. do to deserve it? That what did he do with Barista? It seems that the judge had to take care of the job's idols. A well-educated black. Puerto Rico. These are animals. Oh, look at my African-American over here. The youth have opened their eyes and realized we need a change in this world. We need to fix this world before it's too late. Youth have been spreading this message through protests, social media, and more. But the politicians the older generation did not care to listen once. And that's what brought us here, the fall of 2020. Why do you seem so scared?
as I traveled the world, looking for the lost souls of the young children who lost their lives due to the absurdity of the animals. Do you want to play hide and seek? You hide, and I'll find you. I also tell them the story of how the end come to be as broken down, rusted, and burned down, turned to ashes. <laughs> I start to find children and give them hope that we can use, still fix this world if we try. As these children I found many stories are told over and over again, we finally sit down, start a fire, gather in a circle and tell one more story. Now, where to begin? What do you mean, where to begin? It's the end. You've done what you can, and now it's finally time to let go. Come home, you can finally rest. We're waiting for you to join us. What do you mean, join you, the children? Come on, it's time to go home. Take my hand. As I take my mother's hand into the void, it takes me back to my childhood where children are playing tag on the swing sets, running around, going down the slides. I finally look in my mother's direction when I'm holding my mother's hand heading home. This was your horror, your way, 6.0.